1: It is a live imaging Tuesday. This mic sounds a little bit better than the last effort. It does. You know why we're playing the Carpenters, Slee? Use both of them. Both of them. <laughs> uh, go stereo where available. <laughs> I've never seen Slee push a mic in my face like that. Oh, we're using both. Oh, that's not going to sound that's good. Gonna sound <laughs> that's going to sound great. Game going sounds
2: super great. Why are we playing the Carpenter's, Chris?
1: Because this morning, after I said good morning to Slee, you want me to use yours? Should I put my mouth on it? I said, Taylor, producer Taylor. What diet is on Slee on? Because he looks like Karen Carpenter in there. How good
2: does Slee look? Why are you know? I almost <laughs> said something when you brought up the Carpenters Like, This is going to be a joke about somebody losing too much weight. I'm like, nah, not even Chris. Not even Chris. But apparently, yes, that's what we're doing. I told you you were looking oh, skinny. Oh, I'm
1: sorry we did a Karen Carpenter bit. And it all, too soon, Chris. It all came crashing <laughs> too down. Soon. Too soon. Travis hasn't given me a look like that in like four years when we're on the air together. Chris, I'm going to throw something your way. You've pulled me to the side sometimes
3: and yeah. said, "Hey, just eat bacon and coffee." Okay? <laughs> you finally did
1: it. You've had that conversation. Yes. With
3: me. You pull me to the side and he's like, "Listen, forget all these fruits and vegetables, whatever they're trying to tell you. These doctors are all idiots. <laughs> Have some bacon, a couple cups Not of coffee." Some bacon,
2: pounds of bacon. Well, 2 pounds a day. <laughs> like, Have 2 pounds. right. Pounds, that's what I said. But you got to get the good Multiple stuff. It's got to be
3: thick cut. The thick cut, 2 pounds of bacon a day and a cup of coffee. Maybe four cups of coffee, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Chris, I have not gone that route. Well, right? just not doing any carbs. Th- that's the key,
1: the no carbs. And I'll tell you this. You like YouTube black holes, like the nuclear stuff he sends out? Yeah. I'm not on that list.
3: How are Maybe you? <laughs> <laughs> this guy started the show with nine different ways that the world
2: – No, no, you didn't even start the show it was before the show. Yeah, I was just telling and you. And I... like,
3: right after, he's Ooh. like,
2: let's have a great show. Man. <laughs> I know that you're in the doomsday scenario, so I thought I'd pump you up. You've got to go down the YouTube
1: – carnivore doctor because the carnivore diet is like keto and atkins to the extreme which is basically like listen you're gonna have your coffee you're gonna put a pound of butter in that coffee that's how you're gonna get going so the carnivore doctor youtube black hole will change your life you'll look at a vegetable and you'll be like no i just want some chicken liver
2: that's not the guy that eats all the organ meats on Instagram, is he?
1: I'm sure he's in the family. The, 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 the homish booker.
2: There's, there's the, he's got like long – he looks like a caveman, but he's ripped. He's just yeah, absolutely dude. jacked you know, up.
3: You know who's always who's always brought on? Rogan brought on a guy I think it was a carnivore diet. Fred Rogan or Joe Rogan? <laughs> it was Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay. I just Joe had Rogan. to ask, you know. That's a fair question. Yeah. Fred Rogan <laughs> might have brought him on too. Joe Rogan <laughs> brought him on. All they do is just eat, like you're saying, literally just proteins. Just proteins.
1: It talks about, look how good it is for this, this, that. I don't know. I'm lost in the whole
3: Probably thing. Probably not good for the digestive
4: no system. No.
1: It's actually amazing. So if you... Uh, I mean, we're going down the way wrong Go down. Thing. It's okay. If you Trav, bring cut out... your mic over. If you cut out carbs and sugar, I will guarantee you, your gut health will improve exponentially. And take it from me.
2: Expo what?
1: Did I say exponentially? You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> your, car- your gut health will improve amazingly.
2: Exponentially is what you are That's what I meant for. to say. Okay, here's the question. <laughs> it's
1: been a lot of meetings. When you I've been say,
2: up since 2.30. When you say sugar, this is a problem I can't believe God. I said exponentially. Exponentially, which like, is like half expedition I f- I know. and I, half exponentially. I feel like Philip
1: Seymour Hoffman from Boogie Nights now, just kind of stunard over there in the corner watching.
0: Here's
2: the problem. <laughs> Let's take it back if you don't like it.
1: <laughs> here's the problem with the sugar. Do you like my car? I bought it for you. <laughs> Sorry. Scotty. You've done keto, right? For me? I do it every day.
3: Okay. <laughs> you can't have a banana. You can't have an apple.
1: No, but you can't. So, again, it depends I'm on like, the, what the hell are we doing here? It depends on the Guys. keto you're going to do. Meaning, if you drink enough water and you work out, you can balance out your life. If, you, if you're not going to move at yeah. all- We're you are health to, experts. By, by need, the way, anybody who's- Travis, it's me with all your health advice yeah, every Tuesday at a.m. <laughs> Nutritional employee. I know I teased uh, producer Emily's closet. Yeah. We're getting to that. But if you cut out the sugar, you can't have an apple- Guys, But that's all sugar. But it's natural sugar.
2: The world is going to end very soon. If you look at this text that Slewa sends, eat your sugar, eat your carbs, enjoy all of this, spend okay. your money. Here's we how it are works. very near the end times. Here's how it
3: works. One country kind of starts
2: it off with a small
1: one. It's like a quick and little lob. we
3: answer. We answer quick. We answer with a couple more lobs. You're going to do that? They answer with a couple more. Next thing you know,
1: yeah. much like President Reagan convinces all on missile defense, which I think we do have somewhere,
2: I very similar to my bit, you better hope so and sweet
1: knows this very well I have bit defense once I sense that you're firing a bit at me I come with the whole the whole thing Air Force Navy ground support I'm gonna takes, get you it's all it takes just a little lob and the next the thing bit you defense know, system goes into play and by the
2: guys, way you guys are coming. counting carbs good luck <laughs>
1: Good,
3: good By the way, all of that. they're coming after L.A., they're coming after San Diego. They're finding all these areas. So the it's not like Gulf. we think we can hide. I, I,
2: I've talked to you, so just make sure there's one right Your smack in the Your neighborhood probably already Gulf. negotiated something <laughs> that they're we not We want to included. go first. We're out. We're, we, we, we've I mentioned
1: out uh, yesterday about the hotel room pizza, right, mm-hmm. which, of course, was a playoff of producer Emily's. Right, right. But pizza. Doc Rivers. <laughs> but, but wait, there's a point to this that ties it all in. The next morning after that pizza, I was in agony, digestive agony. Last night, I ate a pound of London broil that I had made a whole thing. I woke up this morning after two and a half hours of sleep and was like... I can't wait to it's see you today. Let's
2: go. All I feel like these are both extremes. I feel like there's a Whoa, middle ground here. I'm an addict. That's not a, a two pounds of London broil or an entire pizza. There's has there he, has to be a has middle. Has he
3: done this too or not? Like literally, just pull you over. I no, You're again a couple. Probably of or more something. than anyone else
2: here because Chris and I share a few.
3: I'm waiting, habits, for him to, I'm waiting <laughs> for him to put his put his hand over my ear so no one else can hear. <laughs> it's a slaying. couple pounds of bacon. And some Ah, farmer John
2: and Starbucks. I'm telling you, it's no, no. You can't get farmer. I love farmer John. Farmer John has good thick cut bacon. What are you talking about?
1: I'm just going to tell you that you want to go even higher level.
2: As Sly and the Family Stone once
1: said, "I want to take you higher." You got to go to like this is where you go into the whole listening. You go into the Whole Foods and you spend twelve dollars on a pound of bacon.
2: Eastern most in quality, Western Western most in flavor. flavor. thank you.
1: Are they still over there in (laughs) Vernon, Farmer John?
2: They used to be. I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, yes,
1: producer Emily's closet. Do we have an update?
4: So it's still uh, broken. It's still uh, collapsed. All oh. my clothes are scattered around my room. My room is not very large. Not on top
2: of pizza boxes. Whatsoever. No,
4: not on no. top of pizza boxes. But We don't know yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure. we, have we, we have to, go to go excavate. To <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> it's like, you know, when the building caves in, they got away. Like, we don't know what's at the bottom. We got to figure out what's at the bottom.
4: Exactly. I haven't seen the bottom of my closet since I moved in, essentially, because I kind of just have been stacking things on top of it. So, you know, I made discoveries. I also discovered that there's, Holes previously for where I, I guess this had fallen before, and no sure. one had told me about it. So there's a bunch of holes like above a the holes, to me. <laughs> right?
1: You, you got to get some putty in that thing. And some, <laughs> you got to get a caulk gun.
4: I found a you know some old trash from my own self. I had a beer can that was in there. You know it's great. Just Emily is just a wonderful mysteries of closets. Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Hold. You had your beer cans and trash in the closet, or somebody else's?
4: I think I had a beer can of my own that I had left in there when I was like eating on the ground. The I'm sure.
1: Why are you looking? <laughs> What's, I don't understand
3: the look on your face. It doesn't make any sense. I'm to trying me. to picture this bedroom. I don't in have
2: a trash mind. can in my room. Why not? I guess that, let's let's start right <laughs> I mean, there. I think Target's yeah, got them for ninety nine. You cents. can go to Albertsons right. and they sell them right there next to the mops and the paper towels. They have trash don't cans. Buy a, don't buy it. Don't buy it.
4: There's not that much room in my room
2: <laughs> for a trash can. I Just don't know. Put it in the closet.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. Got to be honest. At the beginning of this conversation, I was with you guys, but now I have turned towards
1: <laughs> Emily's side. There's not room for a trash can, so I don't know why that's
3: so right, difficult Steve? for you Come to on. understand. So just
1: put the beer cans in the closet.
4: It's only one beer can. I guess I have forgotten about it at some point. <laughs> one beer
1: can.
2: So empty. When, it's
4: empty.
1: When the, was it a Molson Canadian or a Coors Light? <laughs> Moosehead. <laughs> Oh, I thought you just corrected my English. No, no. That, you're never going to live that down. You, Bit defense system is e- in the air.
2: Expedition. No, what was that? I don't remember. I, don't remember. I think I ex- said exponentially. Ex- exponentially. Not expodent- That's I didn't what you're going for. So when the when the shelf fell and the clothes hit the ground, you didn't like put them back in stacks so you would know which was. They just are all just sitting there in a big clump.
4: So I uh, I I kept them on the hangers and I put them over my. Chair that I have. They they said they stayed flat, essentially, so they didn't get any wrinkles on it. And then I have a little like uh, a dresser in my closet, and I put it on top of that too. So they're kind of like folded over because I don't have anywhere else really to lay it down. But that's where they are right now. Sounds good to me. Where I found this shirt. So
3: here's what I. I, That sounds like she's she's playing chess. You're playing checkers,
2: buddy. My
4: outfits may be way different this week.
2: It's April 5th. I've got your Christmas present figured out, and I just figured yours out as well. I I I got to get Taylor squared away, and then I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the show. No, not he's never Seven given months me, early. He's never given me a Christmas gift. Once a birthday gift. I gave you more than
1: once. I've given you two birthday gifts. They're two birthday gifts. Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: Why How many birthday gifts have you gift? given me?
1: Should we talk about that? Yeah.
2: What I mean, you-
1: there's been a lot of meetings over our careers in many different cities where I'm the first to say, you know what we need? Oh. More Travis Rogers. <laughs> well, that,
2: yeah, that, I think that's a my... Christmas gift that, that keeps on that, giving. That is a good gift. I'll give you that one. That is a good gift. I thought you were talking like you gave me some sleeve of golf balls or something that I, I forgot about. You, sh- you should. And I'm, I got I'm, you sleep. I'm getting low. That's true. That's and a lot true. of bacon. You need the best bacon? gift
3: of all. <laughs> I got a guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I are got we... a guy. You got a Whole Foods in your neighborhood. It was literally a
3: black market over there. It, it, me oh, getting the a cup of, of coffee
1: price of bacon is going up boys just like everything else is so, it like, ships so what's oh. the deal with no it's, uh, it's something else it involves washington but that's a whole other issue probably. you got a
3: guy with you got a guy for bacon no chris i don't have a guy for bacon. <laughs> i got a guy for you okay but i don't know if i need a one guy. of these carnivore docks
1: you. actually has hogs that he will ship you bacon fresh you tell him what you need he goes out and cuts it friday <laughs> i think they have bakeman in the city of san gabriel <laughs> sure at uh, clearman's galley are you guys excited I've been Ready as excited
2: for this. We've never done a live show before. I know. I can't us.
1: wait. And by the way, Slee. Getting I getting hammered. Slee
2: shirts will be there.
1: And I know you're excited. I'll be there all day long, too. Even better. <laughs>
2: Pressing Even better. the flesh with the Homish There's. I saw Only one randomly. thing I'm disappointed about. We did a Laker lottery or drafting at Clearman's a few years ago. A few years back, yeah. Yeah. Lineup was a little bit different then. I I had to do, I could sign up for the Wi-Fi, right? You have to put in your email address. I got an email from Clearman's yesterday randomly telling me that I was going to be at their place. Do you have the address in front of you for Friday? It is on Rosemead Boulevard right there in San Gabriel. It's just south of uh, Colorado Boulevard. I don't have the exact address, but just south of Colorado Boulevard. Just south of Huntington Drive, as a matter of fact. Thanks to Jim Beam and Hornito's making it possible, I expect you, Sweet, to do a shot of both.
1: He'll do Every that. hour, I'm on, on the hour. We I'm used to I'm do shots in. at our remotes. We're bringing that. But now that we've got new leadership, we're bringing that back. <laughs> is
2: that okay again? Yeah, it's okay. The <laughs> we'll mouse fi- is – We'll find out Friday. <laughs> S- S- Sleek, <laughs> if it's okay. Slee, can we finally get into the Laker coaching potentials? Can we finally um, get into that, please? Brawn out tonight. Oh,
3: no, that's good. That's is it really? Brawn out tonight. Left ankle sprain. Yeah,
2: there you go. Well, it is a live imaging Tuesday. San Antonio plays Denver. It could, it could be officially over Don't tonight.
3: Don't worry about the Spurs. <laughs> No, I am Lakers worried about are going to lose two in a row, and that that will that will be that the would do season. it too.
2: ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The candidates to replace Frank Vogel, <laughs> assuming that they do something, coming up next. Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
5: Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
2: ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. I'd like to see you on a motorcycle. I think that would be an interesting sight.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen.
2: I'll ride in the sidecar. My
3: my first Harley was, I think it was 98. That's when I got my first Harley. I think I was 16, I want to say.
2: <laughs> you went straight from the DMV, got your license, and yep. went to the dealership.
3: Because I was in a biker club sure. at 15. And then I ended up at 16, like I said, got my Harley Davidson. And uh, I don't know how many different times um, I would just drive down Baja, California <laughs> certain checkpoints and yeah. you know you're going to a different i just went right past you had a I'm guy at the border harley. he knew who you were you yep. just go right through I'm in and come right back
2: yeah i would go days without wearing a shirt <laughs> i wish i were man enough to ride a harley i'd like to ride one by myself through the hills behind santa barbara like san Inez, just kind of cruise around back there Oof. just go back and forth i don't ever want to drive it on a busy street i don't ever want to drive it around people i just want to kind of that cruise area up back there is it
3: mana what is
2: it Montecito, Montecito, yeah, How little beautiful. too little windy for me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd perform well She's about to go up to. Oh uh, yeah, Highway One, Monterey, go, yeah, oh. Monterey, Big Sur. That'd be a good ride. That'd be a good ride. Go through San Simeon, Little Hearst Castle, pull I right would. up to where they used to have their pool shenanigans and just rev the engine. I would hundred percent
3: ride right off. Uh, just not knowing what the hell I'm doing.
2: Right, that bridge, right? on the north end of Big uh, Sur. Just drive right it's off. Not there. even like a big curve. It's just a
3: just a small turn. Lay it down. Just, how does this thing work? And I would just go right over.
2: Don't forget Friday, 10 a.m. You have plans. You have plans to be at Clearman's Galley in. The city of San Gabriel. Yep. It's on Rosemead Boulevard. Al and I are going to be there doing the show. Mason and Ireland are going to be there doing the show. It's Dodger opening day. First pitch is at 110. We're going to hang out a little bit, watch a little bit of the baseball afterwards. And that's all thanks to our friends at Hornito's Tequila, a shot worth taking. We've even got Ask Slee shirts, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wearing mine that day. We sold
3: them out. Son left. <laughs> that's a lie. Stole three boxes from promotions. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know it. They're
2: in your closet. Just selling them right outside. It was outside of a Lakers game. So... <laughs> Frank Vogel finishes the season, right? They they they, they even, yeah. I yeah. know that technically they could get eliminated as soon as tonight.
3: But by, by it, the way, LeBron is out. We just mentioned it. LeBron is out tonight. Right.
2: So it maybe it happens tonight, maybe it happens later in the week. It's going to happen. They're they're going to miss the play-in game and they're going to make a coaching change. I don't think anybody is expecting Frank Vogel to come back as the coach of this team next year. Here are the names that are being bandied about at this point. Depending on where you're reading, you're hearing Quinn Snyder. That's the one that seems to come up a lot, current coach of the Jazz. Doc Rivers, who, by the way, I think this is kind of interesting because he it didn't take long for him to take a run at James Harden. You saw that the other day, right? When yeah. they're like, hey, your bench didn't score. He goes, that wasn't a bench. That was James. <laughs> James is the one that didn't do it. So he's obviously feeling a certain way about the team that he has in Philadelphia. And then old friend, member of the Showtime Lakers, Kurt Rambis. That one can't be real. And Why not? It it feels more real than some of the other ones. Why can't that be real? Take me through it.
3: Um, I'd like to think that that is not part of the front office's game plan. I'd like to think that they have turned the page on that portion of Kurt Rambis' time with the Lakers. I know he's still part of the front office. I know he's obviously still part of the decisions. Um, Go hire a head coach. Go hire a head coach. If 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 find somebody knowing what your future is, what it is that you're looking for, what are your goals this upcoming offseason, how a play or how a coach can help this Laker franchise that is in, you know, obviously complete disarray. There's sixteen games below five hundred. If you're gonna sit here and tell me that Kurt Rambus is the answer to that, come on, man. Please tell me that there's this is not uh there isn't lakes to that.
2: I don't think it's a good choice. I don't think it would be anything other than what we saw in Minnesota, where it was awful. I don't think we would see. What did anything. you
3: say the record was in Minnesota? I'd have to and look it up not, again. The, well, I think you said it was hundred games below. It was
2: hundred. He went fifteen and sixty-seven, and then seventeen and sixty-five. So he went thirty-two and one hundred and thirty-two.
3: It's, it's all right. Leave that one alone for a second, if you can. It's not even just that. It's go find somebody that you think is the right coach. That's right now sitting somewhere and is having some impact on a team. It's funny the other two names that you brought up, Doc Rivers. By the way, that's not the right answer either. Well listen to this. Let me just that's kind of let, let, th- let me let me play out Doc Rivers real quick. I know you have you talked about how key he was to changing around the Clippers culture. No question. Okay. They failed expectations wise when he was with the Clippers. They failed in the sense that they had a really good team. You thought they were going to go further. They never got to the Western Conference Finals. You can, you can put aside that he had an impact on the organization, but you could also say, hey, from a coaching perspective, most people thought the Clippers were going to go further. From a coaching perspective, you would have thought that the Clippers put themselves in a posi- position to at least get to the Western Conference Finals. They never got that far. He goes to Philadelphia. In the first year, he's with the Sixers, how many years has he been there? This is his second year, right? I think it's Sounds the second right. year with, yep. with the Sixers. Yeah, because the, the the pandemic year he was still L.A. Okay, first year with the Sixers. That's right. By the way, the pandemic year with with L.A. Yep. you blow a three one series lead with Kawhi Leonard and, for the and third Paul time, George. By the way, for the th- only coach to ever do that. And this is not saying that he's not a champion. It's not saying that he hasn't had a great impact in the coaching game. Because I think a lot of people have a lot of respect for him, and I'm trying. To, I'm not trying to disrespect him. Goes to Philly. Tell me what he's done in Philly. What has he done? You know what? One of the things you did is you chased away one of your young stars by basically saying, not basically saying, saying in a presser, can't win with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you just go out and you trade for James Harden, and I, I'm I'm not as I don't mind as much if James Harden is a is a vet an, he's been around the game long enough that I think he could take some criticism. I think I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if Philadelphia, maybe I'm wrong.
2: You're right. You know, you give me the look like, who knows? I think that when I've been coaching a guy for, what, a month? Tops? Probably less than that, right? Why uh, do you have to use the guy's name? It's not on accident. It's done with purpose. Here, here's, okay, let's put a pin in this right here. He knows that when this thing doesn't go the way it's supposed to, when Philly gets knocked out, wherever it is, right, and that short of them getting to the finals or winning the whole thing, They're going to look around and say, hold on, Joel Embiid, if he doesn't win the MVP, he's going to be really close. We gave you James Harden. You've got this guy, that guy, and the other guy, right? You've got this roster full of players. We've done everything that we can, and you couldn't win. He sees the train coming down the tracks, that they're going to tag him with this. Now, maybe that's fair, maybe it's not, but he realized, look, if I'm going out like that, I'm going to go out on my terms. I'm going to start pointing the finger at guys. It's not going to be at Embiid because he's an MVP candidate. Harden has some dog in him. He absolutely does. He has days where he does not play hard, where he does not compete at a high level. And he's saying, look, the reason – don't get my bench, guys. James is the guy that had a bad night tonight. He knows that if I'm going down, I'm going down on my terms. But think about that.
3: They just put this squad together, and this is already the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like That, to me, is more the mind-boggling portion of this. You just—the trade deadline was in February. You just got this this team together, and I was one of those that I thought in my head, "Hey, if they get James Harden, Philadelphia 76ers, that's the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. I think they've been okay. Let's see where they end up. Let's see what happens the rest of the season." But I'm 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 more interested in the fact that this guy's already a name for a coaching candidate
2: well, while they're in the middle of doing whatever they're doing. Their the Laker order operations is screwed up. OK, it's not who's the best coach. It's what are you going to do with your team? What sort of team do you want to have? Do you want to have another team like you've had the last couple of years, which is veteran laden? And we're going to try to mix and match to get us a championship in the short term and just try to I think push I think have the answer. So but if that's that's one type of coach, yep. if the if the answer is, listen, we need to start over. We, we need to start over. We're going to see what we can get for Anthony Davis. Maybe LeBron wants to be a part of that. Maybe he doesn't. But all the cards are on the table. We need to start over. That's a totally different coach than the guy that does the other thing. So that's the first decision you have to make. And this keeps coming back to the same thing. I'm going to say it over and over and over again. I'm not worried about the players as much. I'm not worried about the coach as much. I'm worried about who's making these decisions we're talking about, who's in charge. Magic's over here saying, oh, DeMar DeRozan's agent called me. You've got a group of people over here that don't talk to each other. A group of coaches here. There are all these chefs in the kitchen, and I don't know who's ultimately in this. De- I know that Jeannie on an org chart is the one that's making these decisions, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine. But until you have a vision of what you want to do, the coach is the coach is not your first jump off point. The first jump off point is what sort of team we have. We have a young what direction team, are we going? In? We're gonna have an old team. Mm-hmm. That's number one. If we have an old team, a guy like Doc Rivers makes a lot more sense. If we're gonna have a younger team, then maybe you go. Doc's in a not gonna direction. be in
3: a rebuild, right? No. Um, answer your own question. You laid out the two scenarios. Hit Which the one button and start over. No,
2: no, 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 no. What do you think they will do? I, I don't know that, that that's the point. I don't what they do, I think, is a total mystery. Right. That they that Kurt Rambis's name showed up on this list is deeply alarming. If you had to pick yet, to- it's deeply alarming because these things don't happen on accident. These come from somewhere. These these are things that are put out in the universe as trial balloons to see what the reaction's going to be. And it's not super hard to unravel where these things come from. That that's there is troublesome. Right, So what they're going to do, I don't know. What they should do is start over. They're not getting another championship with LeBron James as the guy. As unfortunate as that is, they got mm-hmm. the one. It's going to have to be good enough. Anthony Davis's stock is probably as low as it's been in the last four or five years, if not longer no, than that. No, it's the lowest. I think it, it's the lowest it's been. probably, yeah. probably start over see it's because you've said it a million times the advantages that they have you can jump start the rebuild a lot quicker than some other places you don't have to wait to get a bunch of draft picks that hit you can you can speed these things up but you got to create some room you got to create some opportunities and that group of guys is not going to do it i'm going to read off one tweet our uh,
3: messer leon quinn snyder is 100 percent the coach the lakers need to go after this this is that's one of the other names that have been brought up Don't let him go to the Spurs and replace Pop for the next decade because that is supposedly that's um, the biggest competition if you're going after Quinn Snyder is the San Antonio Spurs. Doc
2: is not the right answer. I I can attest to this as a lifetime Clipper fan. I, I don't think Doc is the right answer either. Doc is a certain type of coach for a certain type of team. I don't think the Lakers are in that position right now. But what you were just talking about earlier, that maybe Snyder's looking at San Antonio and he's looking at L.A., and San Antonio is a more functional organization. Sure. That they have a, a clearer vision of what they want to do. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't. I think that they do. But what the Lakers have, sleek. they're the bleeping Lakers, man. Mm-hmm. Look, you want to be the coach of the Spurs? Cool. Mm-hmm. Are they? running run really well. Yes. Do they have a foundation? Sure. Do San Antonio? Probably come on. preference. You're right. But if I'm the head coach of the Los Angeles That's... Lakers, it's a totally different thing. Of course thing. it is. And that's the advantage they have, and that's what
3: they have to trade on. Some people, and we don't know, right? Like, we don't know if Quinn Snyder, let's just say hypothetically Quinn Snyder is a target for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. They want to go get him. You're you're choosing between the Spurs and the Lakers. It's not always, let's use Frank Vogel as an example. Just kind of see what came with Vogel as the coach of the Lakers. Some great things the ability to go attract big-time players, a chance to win an NBA championship. There's a lot of other things that came with the the head coach of Los Angeles. Lakers. It's personality. Maybe Quinn Snyder is one of those guys. No, no, no. I'm good with what the Spurs offer, and I'm fine with that
2: it's not for every type of coach to be the head coach of the Lakers. They're going to have to let the coach decide some of these things, too. That's how they got Frank Vogel in the first place. And not that he didn't do a good job for a, a year or two, but remember, he it, it wasn't the first choice. He probably wasn't the second choice. It was Ty Lue, it was Monty Williams. Didn't work out with either one of those guys because of term and whatever other reason that Ty Lu felt that they weren't giving him the respect that he deserved as a coach, more mm-hmm. as a guy that would get along with LeBron and kind sure. of follow that path. They're going to need to make sure they get their first choice because otherwise you're – it's not your first choice, right? As dumb as that sounds, do you want this guy? Then make sure that you give him what he needs to succeed if that's who you think about. Don't, don't get caught in some weird negotiation along the way. Factor Cap is coming up next. Would you go to the streets for your favorite restaurant? I like that. I like that. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
5: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has
3: to be.
4: Hey guys, someone tweeted at me earlier today, and uh, it was a picture of from Friends, the one apartment that I think Ross goes to, and the girls' like room is just blown up and super messy, and he's like, it's a deal breaker for him. And, I, and he asks, "Is this your room?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's my room right now. <laughs> Maybe most of the time too, but yeah, that's pretty much the state of my room." You're right in now. the
3: process right now. It's like she just she's waiting for the permits from the city,
2: and she's going <laughs> to get buy a trash off. can. <laughs>
4: Yes. yes. Yeah. You gotta you yes. gotta get that approved, right, Trap?
2: Yeah, I, no, no, they could target has them. they whatever it costs, tell you me go by will, the rules. I will, here. I will give you the eleven dollars for a rubber made trash can.
4: Okay. So uh today in the Star Trek universe, uh in twenty sixty three was when the Vulcans made first contact with humans. Oh, so geez. today it's you know, it's Star Trek fans, Trekkies will celebrate first contact day. So you believe in aliens. Alan Patrick App.
3: All right. This is what I believe in. It's tough to think that this universe, as large as it is, as small as we really are in comparison to everything else out there, that there's nothing else out there. But at the same time, I need something. Give me a little bit of proof. So I'm not going to believe in the aliens. I know we have our uh, Area 51 music that we like playing and everything else. I'm gonna say no, Eileen. No, that I don't believe in it. But there are definitely times you could if, put it this: if somebody sits in here for ten minutes and says, "Listen, here's a couple things I want to point out," I'm probably walking away saying, "Okay, we got aliens."
2: I just need a little more convincing. <laughs> so the first half of what you said is spot on. The second half, there is evidence. The 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 universe is infinite and ever expanding. Right? I need an so, alien to have an account on Twitter <laughs> that posts photos so I could see that it's real. Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, so the the the, the point of this is is that you're right. The, the the just the sheer magnitude of what's out there. Something be somewhere. Something. Now, yeah. little green men in flying saucers. I don't know. But what I do know is, is that when Navy fighter pilots, who are about as well vetted as anybody in yeah, the world, that's a right, one That they're giving you a multi-billion-dollar aircraft to fly around. You're probably a pretty reliable guy. You probably don't imagine seeing things, and they probably don't all imagine seeing the same thing at exactly the same time. This is the tic tac one. Yes. The t- the, and when all yep. of a sudden we have these videos of these things that are right off the coast of San Diego, of and course. a bunch and a bunch of naval uh, aviators go, hey. What the hell is that? I've never seen that before. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then 60 miles away, a half a second later, it's over there. Yeah, I think maybe we have a little bit of evidence. I don't know if we're going to have the Bobby Brady where That's the guys with I the do. orange phrases yep, and the I green hair come out. Yep. But they're out there and they're coming. So spend your money. Enjoy your life. Taylor? So soothing. So comforting. <laughs> all the alien talk today. I love
1: it. A uh, fact. Yeah, I believe in aliens. I've seen some crop circles in my time. And it's a little unnerving. So the crop circles—they show how they do that with that, a board and a one, rope.
3: It, yeah, you watch those. <laughs> yeah, how good are those? They're fantastic. They're at, out at like two a.m. <laughs> and
2: it's literally—it's raccoons. Yep. Yeah.
3: By three thirty, they're gone. Three thirty in the morning, people wake up like there's freaking aliens. Nope, <laughs> that was just Roger <laughs> with a with a six foot rope down. and a two
2: by four. Emily, so, do you
4: believe in them? I do. I mean, hmm. I believe in aliens. I believe in ghosts. I believe that we can't possibly understand everything that's going on in the world. So I feel like, you know, why would I be so hubris? Or is that what the word? Hubric? Uh, yes.
2: I don't need much.
4: So self centered to believe yes. that I, I'm the only uh, human being Ghost-sily? out
2: there. Ghosts, silly? She threw ghosts into aliens like they're cousins. I think that that could they're be
4: similar. Of, uh, no, Ghost, ghosts
2: are a little different for me. Ghosts yeah, I'm out, not of, buying that. out of mere respect.
3: I in think they, they exist just because I don't want any. I don't want any problems. I don't want any issues.
4: <laughs> okay, who so, was it,
3: Lou Williams, that yeah. wouldn't stay in the hotel? The team hotel. That one of the hotels is in Oklahoma City. I don't think they use that hotel anymore. It's where all the teams used to stay, and it was well known for being haunted. And Lou Williams would just go pay his own fare somewhere else. Like I am not. There is a here. haunted
2: hotel in Milwaukee that the baseball teams would stay in, and now they don't. Okay, I got one more. Cecil he here. Let's do the, uh, the one more uh,
3: uh, ghost story. Yeah, Sierra Madre. There is a bar out there, not not uh, not, the Buccaneer. not Buccaneer. It's a tavern. I am mm-hmm. trying to think, and it's you are talking about a two minute walk from where uh, Buccaneer is. F- yeah, and it's supposedly kind of known for being a haunted bar. I was there years ago, over ten years ago, with a client, probably ten years ago, and we're sitting there. It was a Friday afternoon, and we're drinking a beer together. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, how all the um, the beer glasses are all kind of stacked. It has the kind of the rail yeah, that sure. they all just kind of go up there. Yeah, out of nowhere, and I'm not kidding. One of them just shoots out, falls to the ground, and the and the uh, and the um, the the glass breaks. The glass just shatters. And nobody, the worker, anybody else that was there, nobody, like, it didn't surprise any of them. They're mm. like,
2: yeah. Did they name it? Is it like named Dave or they're something like, like that? They're he like, just yeah, this out.
3: happens.
2: That's I'm weird. Like, sounds good. Let's finish our beer. <laughs>
3: let's close out our check and let's get the hell <laughs> yeah, out of here.
4: Peace. All right so that's my ghost story. Next one. Uh so my Twitter was kind of blowing up this morning because something happened at UVA, a, a beloved restaurant, restaurant on UVA's uh corner closed my, down. My Twitter was <laughs> exactly, and it was replaced by a Chipotle, and so everyone's oh, up in arms. On, it's man. it's a local mom and pop shop replaced by a Chipotle. So how do
3: they not know that that's an awful idea? Yeah,
4: yeah, it was it was a bummer, but a certain restaurant closing would make you go that crazy, Travis Cap. <sighs>
2: i am I'm, I'm with your fellow u v a people that when a local institution goes under and it's replaced by something that's part of the the corporate monolith i, I want to say is owned by McDonald's i think um it is yeah is is that 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 doesn't feel McDonald's correct. is a startup. it's like a small <laughs> that doesn't but look look you got you guys know I got my spot in Laguna Niguel that I go to every Friday what up beast k okay, Beast okay um but if it went out, I don't know if I'd take to the streets. I would be bummed out. I'd have to find a new place. I'd be bummed out for the people that work there. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, it is fact. I, I would be bummed. I would, I would try to save it. I'm trying to save it every Friday by giving them all my money because the world's ending. And so, I don't need to save any of it.
3: <laughs> there's something about There's something about authentic places that maybe you grew up. There's a, there's a great burger joint in San Diego called Hodads. Oh, yeah, I know it. Been there for years. Yeah. You got so many of these chains everywhere you look. You got so many of these corporations that are completely monopolizing, and they own everything. Think of all how many different Starbucks. Then you got these little boutique coffee shops, maybe a place that's been there for so many years. Bro, that's devastating when you see one of those small mom-and-pop shops go down. um, And then especially in this case, it's replaced – by if you're Chipotle, do you really want to be the one that takes them out? Here's the answer the is yes, they Here, do. Here's
2: the problem. The Chipotle is going to have a line the day it opens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean that that, yeah. that that's the, the after. Be, right but yeah. even so it's like well it's not there and I'm kind of hungry and Chipotle burrito sounds pretty good so why not <laughs> That if we, if if wit did go under then they wouldn't be there right that, that this is the whole point that if people were that mad the Chipotle wouldn't survive but Which you know what's gonna stuck or the other stuck place with would no survive. Choice, yeah. right no. like you're you're stuck with no choice on that one I like the originals
4: all right, so uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who's last year's Masters winner, will have his champion's dinner tonight. The main course includes miso glazed black cod and wagyu ribeye. So you know what you you would serve for your champion's dinner, Taylor Factor Cap. A
1: fact. I I don't think I'd go something fancy like that though. I was at a wedding um on Saturday, and they were serving cheese curds, and that was actually. The first time I've seen cheese curds like that in Southern California, and it really, I don't know. thats I would definitely have cheese curds on my menu. They also had a taco truck,
2: so I'd go with that, too. Right, Trav. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, Matsuyama's menu is pretty baller. Like she mentioned, the miso glazed cod, the wagyu beef. He's also got some assorted sushi and nigiri to start. He's mm. got a traditional Japanese strawberry cake to close. I'm I'm fully aware I, of Hideki's menu.
3: I actually I don't think Not I'd make a change. <laughs> I don't think there's anything on there. So that here's would the change. thing.
2: That might be choice number two for me, the Matsuyama menu, because I I like Japanese food. Um but, no, Taylor just said it. If You guys know me well enough. If I won the Masters, I'm rolling up taco guys. No one has ever attended a party mm-hmm. and walked into a backyard or walked into an event and said, oh, man, a taco guy? It's never happened in the history of the world. Everybody likes him. You can make him exactly how you want. So I'm going a keg of Modelo and a taco guy. and We're just going to have a, one hell of a time to get ready for the tournament. Got to have ribeye. Sounds good. I love ribeye.
5: Yeah,
3: And I don't have it often. And if I just uh, you know, if I just won the whole thing and this is a a party for Slee. Now, granted, I could have every different cuisine possible, like my man Taylor yesterday. You saw, he's having a little ramen during the yeah. uh Carolina Kansas. I feel like you
2: hijacked his phone and sent his that his alone. Phone.
3: He's a You inspired me. Yeah, he kind of he gets it. Let's just say he understands what college basketball is all about. Of course you have ramen during <laughs> college basketball. I don't know if I'm going to go too far away from what she described and what you got into much more detail. She didn't get into any of that detail, and there were four more items that he knew off the top of his head. It's like the Szechuan
4: sauce for me. I I knew
2: exactly what he was talking about. Not exactly the same, but
3: I think it's very similar. There's not many foods. (laughs) Fast food
2: dipping sauce and nigiri sushi are not the same, but sure.
3: No, I lean a little (laughs) more towards with Emily on this one. I think there's a you lot of things. You never take my side.
2: What's happening to us, it's Lee? Not, What's nothing, happening to us? Sure. Are, are, we, are, we, are we hitting no. that seven-year itch where you never take my side in arguments? No. When we used to go to parties before, I knew that you would always say, you know, Travis is right, and now I feel like you've completely turned your back on me. Here's what happened. Why don't you come to bed at the same time I do anymore? Her
3: <laughs> presentation on some of this stuff is just, she convinces me. Oh. That's all it is. Okay. Like, let's just use as an example, the pizza on the floor. At one point, I was like, "Bro, that's gross, right? You can't do that." Now I kind of see the logic behind it. You could get it. Well, Why go bed. to the
4: kitchen? You could get it to of not bed. get
2: food poisoning.
4: You won't. I've not gotten <laughs> food poisoning from my floor pizza.
2: I mean, that's what you you asked, so I I answered. That's just my thing. But
4: I have not gotten it yet.
2: Matsu, you told us you got it the other day,
4: but not from floor pizza. It was from other stuff. It was, it was from other chicken stuff.
2: I feel like I'm having like like an Alice in Wonderland. Like we're having some argument that doesn't make any sense to anybody other than me. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way, another TV show that you're going to want to clear your schedule for that's based on based on the NBA. Cannot wait. Love it. And we've got a little local tie-in too. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. So we're enjoying winning time, right? I'm already waiting for – I think we're up to episode six. Yeah, I think so. By the way, I had a couple minutes yesterday, and Mm -hmm. I pulled the book uh, Showtime off the shelf, the book that is based – that winning time is based on. And it's like it's – It's like reading a companion piece as you're watching, like, oh, that's where they got this. And that's what this scene is. It's just it's terrific. And, and, you know, sometimes you misremember something. You're sure that something is right. and You go back and go, oh, yeah, I was totally wrong about that. That's like every other page for me. I'm like that. That really happened. So anyway, that's winning time is based on that. Ramona has a new series coming out on cool FX. It's it's amazing. It is called The Sterling Affairs. It's about uh, the podcast series that she did here on, on ESPN about the entire Donald Sterling, V. Stiviano, Doc Rivers, yep, yep. Magic Johnson, that that whole debacle that ultimately ended up with him having to sell the team to Steve Ballmer. I can't wait. Like th- This is arguably the second story that I want told. The number one story I want told is the Tiger Woods story about – what the hell really went down with that whole thing? But this is number two. I, I cannot wait. to Lawrence Fishburne and Doc Rivers? Mm-hmm. I'm all in.
3: Six-episode series tells a behind-the-scenes uh, story of Doc Rivers. I, as you mentioned, Fishburne. Clippers Quest bring a championship, one of the historically worst franchises. Obviously, the involvement of Donald Sterling. Okay, l- let me say this. We are big sports fans. doesn't get any bigger than us. We are, you know, if there's an NBA game on or a Major League Baseball game, on we're, we're, we're already in. These types of series bring in everybody else. So showtime or winning time, you don't have to be an NBA fan. No. You don't have to be a Laker fan. No. You don't have to be – and and I know the last dance was very basketball-centric, right? You're interviewing Coach and you're interviewing Pippen and you're interviewing Steve Kerr and you're doing all that. These are completely different. These are – you don't have to be a sports fan to get reeled into something like this. I think this is going to be the exact same thing, as in – it's an interesting storyline. What the hell happened? What was going on behind the scenes? It will be dramatic. I, I can't wait for I'm it. Excited, I'm excited for Ramona. I, the, I really, it, really am.
2: It's a it's a tremendous accomplishment. Yeah. Congratulations to her. Um, I, I want to talk to her about it. We, when we see her around here one day before we go off, we've got to bring her on and talk about it for sure. Um, you forget how crazy the story is. Think about it. The NBA had an openly racist owner very, very recently This was not a secret that this man held these views, right? But Ramona put together this unbelievable podcast series that kind of just walked you through to the way. Wait, that was happening? Everybody knew about all these things? He was losing these lawsuits in federal court where he's being charged with discrimination. He's walking around with his players, like, squeezing their shoulders in the locker room in front of his... It was just so surreal. Mm -hmm. V. Stiviano, who was his secretary-slash-girlfriend-slash-who-knows-what, right, Mm walking around with, like, a welder's mask on her face after this stuff comes in. It was just – it's surreal. He's saying these horrible, horrible things about Magic Johnson. He's saying horrible, horrible things about pretty much everybody on the face of the earth. And he was an owner of an NBA team, and everybody knew. And then finally, because somebody rolled tape on him, we got him out of there. It's an, and, uh, it, it doesn't even – if you tried to sell it, you'd be like, come on, man, they'd never let it get this far. Only they did. And then the nuances of
3: he's got to sell the team. Um, how are you going to navigate that? There's a legal battle in this whole thing, right? This isn't going to be just something that, hey, you know what? You got to go and that's it. Just the the nuances, the details, stuff that maybe we heard on the, on the outside, but what's on the inside? I, I think it's going to be fascinating. But I, I go back to this. This is something you could do in sports. You could take – there are sports stories that are out there that we haven't – you know, you have your 30 for 30s you have your documentaries, you have something like this, this might be a new little trend that's happening. Hey, if this is interesting it's be the right, enough, story, right? 100% it's got to be the right story, yeah. and there's going to be some that try to come out and they and they fail, miss. this one is not going to miss. What else is on the list?
2: What, what, what would you guys like to see? And by the way, 877-710-ESPN, eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. 3776 This one fits perfectly. I think a dramatization – based on real events of what happened with Tiger Woods from his, you know when he was the best golfer in the world to when he got in that accident that on a good Thanksgiving one. Yeah, it's a good and one. and what happened over the course of the next several years He's never really talked about it, and you know if we could somehow there there was the HBO documentary that kind of filled in some blanks, but he's never been a part of. It. That's a story I'd love to hear. We've, Mike Tyson has been told a million different ways. What else is on the is list? The, of things they're that doing we'd like Aaron to know?
4: Hernandez too, which is going to be. That's interesting. That's not bad
2: either. That's not bad. There's so uh, Netflix had a, an Aaron Hernandez thing. Yeah, I saw on it, that. It yeah. was
4: okay. I thought
2: it was good. It, it was good, but it wasn't. I I almost want a little bit of the dramatization as opposed to the just the straight. That's more of a documentary, right? So that's a different version of what these are. I want winning time. I want it to be entertaining. Aren't they going to do,
3: if I'm correct? Aren't they? Isn't the thought to do a Kobe and Shaq one?
2: What's this? Just that they didn't like each other? No, wasn't there two books? He did the Showtime oh, book. Oh, yeah, yeah, he wrote a, it was more about Kobe. It, it was a book about Kobe and and his, you know, early part of Kobe's career with yeah. the Lakers and the juxtaposition of how Shaq was relating with his teammates, how mm-hmm. Kobe was not. Um I I I think a Kobe Shaq one in that era would be
3: interesting to me. Yeah, you know, again, go through all the nuances and that's not Kobe and Shaq were such a popular popular duo in sports. And it was two players that had success together, but everybody says, "Wait a minute! These guys should have won five championships together. Why they
2: only won yeah, three? But see, okay, how so come so they couldn't get along? Are you in Kobe's camp or are you in Shaq's camp?" That to me doesn't doesn't get me going. Like the the basketballness of it all, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like it, how many how many championships? I I lived it. I saw it. They you know they they tried to do it. It didn't work. You know I'm the brick wall. You're the Corvette. I I, I know the beats of it. I want the crazy Walked out of the time sir. I I want the crazy factor. I want. That Jerry Buss was doing all this wild stuff, that he reconfigured the NBA. Uh, the Aaron nice Hernandez Warner thing yeah. is nothing but crazy factor, right? That's the Tiger Woods. They, there's a little bit of, ooh, this is kind of gross, right? That makes it fun, that makes it interesting, that makes it, you want to relive it in a dramatization. That, that, that uh, you, you look at Tiger, they're just that whole thing. It's not necessarily about the golf. It's no, it's not. What caused his wife to smash that window open? That, you know, how did we get there? Who plays Tiger Woods? Who plays Elin Nordegren? Who plays Marco Mira? Like, I, I want to start casting right now. This would be tremendous.
3: I think you have the best one. I think the Tiger is would be the most interesting. You were just talking about this. Listen, he's going to play this weekend,
2: and everybody all of a sudden is going to be interested in it. It's Tiger Woods, so. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's take a phone call. Let's go to Culver City and Tony. Tony, you're on with Travis Lee.
0: What's up? Hey, you guys. What's up? Much love. Hey, you guys. I'm working on a thing now called Hanging with Hef. I'm a middle-aged black guy. Um, I work for half from 90 to 2000. You guys, my friends were, associates were Hef and Jerry Buss at the same time. If you're watching Winning Time, I was with all those guys, especially in the 90s. And because of Hefner, his association with Jerry Buss, I was able to get everything VIP. And also to add on to the Playboy thing, you know, most of what Jerry did was what he liked through uh, Hefner. And also Jerry Buss had the, uh, you know, the Monday Night Boxing like Latino night, uh, and the forum. Mm-hmm. And I was also there to see, you know, all the great fighters from back in the day in the nineties, you know, Mayweather Oscar and all the great fighters coming up. And also like my son, he's 30, right. He know all the top, uh, models in the world. He know the Playboy girls, he know the, uh, Hefner girl. I mean, not the Hefner, but, uh, the, the other girls, you know, the, uh, sure. Other magazines, yes, and, but, familiar. But during the time I was a single parent, you know, I was raising my child, so I had to do everything undercover. So I have all the books, all the magazines. You guys, I even have a jacket from nineteen. I'm going to jump in
2: on you real quick here because it. it, it when you're watching the the winning time sleep, you yeah. can tell i, I want to say like may, might have been the very opening scene of the entire series was at the playboy Mansion right that that jerry Best was was leaving, and he kind of you know i 'm going to go by the Lakers, the whole thing. They were kindred spirits. And, and you know, they were selling a different thing, but they were selling kind of the same thing, which is fantasy, right? That the the last episode was come in here for a couple hours, let the real world disappear. There's yep. movie stars. There's beautiful girls. There's a party going on. You get something to drink. You want something other than a drink. That it's the, the vision of all these things, that those two guys were, were friendly and, and, and inspired by one another. Not a huge surprise. No, that's not a surprise. Yeah. They helped each other. That story would be fun to tell. I feel like that's been told a few times, but... I'd watch it again.
3: Well, it's the idea and the concept, so we'll watch this one on Donald Sterling. I think the idea and concept you're talking about. What other storylines around sports would actually make for a really good series or a really good hit?
2: Lawrence Fishburne as Doc Rivers, yay or nay? Yay, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I think so too. I think he's he, the, the he resembles him enough that you can probably put him, you know, get the wig and the hair right and all he's that a great stuff. Great actor too. He's I mean, a good actor yeah. and he'll get all into. But I see him and I think Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's he's uh, he's the dad mm-hmm. and he's he's dishing out wisdom. Eh, there you go, Doc Rivers. He's the dad dishing out wisdom. We got more phone calls coming up in just a little bit. Magic said it yesterday. Can the Lakers withstand the heat of potentially trading Anthony Davis? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.